the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. So, remember when you could make a coleslaw and it didn't have salmonella? I don't remember because coleslaw is nasty. Never made it. The good old days? The good old days. We would get a head of cabbage, some mayonnaise, and we were happy. It was easy. It's a Dutch treat, I hear. Coleslaw. Of course it is. Yeah, that's where it started. It, I don't it, want to offend the Dutch. Trish's parents, her dad's Dutch. Yeah, my he, wife's Dutch. They eat weird stuff, right? Well, they put coleslaw in the mashed potatoes sometimes. What, what the hell? I know. Use up whatever's in the fridge. Put it in the mashed potatoes. Now we're talking about nasty food because President's Choice <laughs> coleslaw <laughs> has been recalled due to salmonella poisoning. Although no illnesses have been reported at this point, you should check out your doctor if you have symptoms of salmonella. They include vomiting, abdominal cramps, diarrhea, and fever. How I feel after the slaw anyway. That's just normal symptoms after eating So how coleslaw. would I possibly know? No idea. I've got the salmonella. Check out your doctor anyways. That's not normal to have all of the time. <laughs> So there's a strongly worded sign now at the Okotoks Alberta Arena. Don't like the ref's call? Put your skates on and take the course. Yelling at refs from the stands is abuse. Please stop doing it. This community does not tolerate abuse of officials because what they were finding was many young referees. Some of them start at the age of 13. But a lot of them are just leaving because of the way they're treated by adults at the games. Parents are yelling at 13-year-olds? Yes. And it got me thinking... Like, I've never been in the hockey world, but I've been in the piano recital world, for example. My kids <laughs> took piano and they get up there and play for Elise. <laughs> you wouldn't do this in any other thing your kid's involved in. You missed the note, dummy. Wrong key. <laughs> <laughs> Bad call. <sighs> like, yeah, your kid's playing the elf at the local Christmas play. You're not going to yell, you're a terrible elf. Those ears look fake. Yeah, like, seriously, totally. <laughs> it, it puts it all in perspective. But I guess it's just part of the culture that parents think that they can do this. So maybe at your kid's Christmas recital at their school, you'll be hearing some jeers from the crowd. It's not a realistic looking Santa. Be nice. Make sure if you're going to a junior hockey game, just chill out, dude. It's a game. I know the ref might have made a bad call, but the ref's doing their best. Some of these kids might want to be professional refs. Don't discourage their dreams. They're on their way up, man. Black Friday. One of my favorite things about today is seeing the videos by the end of the day. All the craziness going on at stores. People getting trampled and it's just madness. A lot of those videos are in America, but here in Canada, we get just as wild as well. We have this reputation for being polite, but the guy in front of me at the McDonald's drive through this morning didn't even pay for my coffee. Madness. Terribly impolite. I saw a man walk into the store and there was another customer only about 20 feet from the door and he didn't wait there with the door open until she went in. He didn't hold open the door 20 feet, that's 10 feet under the requisite distance. That's what we usually do. Dude, at Corey's Foodland in Clinton this morning, a customer reportedly paid for their groceries and left without saying thank you. What? Brutal. People at the Walmart sitting there waiting in their cars early before it opened this morning, all just looking at each other to see who will make the first move and stand outside in the cold. Just madness. It's crazy. Canadian madness. So the town of Goderich, they gave the okay to start construction along the shoreline to stop erosion. Purchase these things called armor stones. They're going to put them in the water in Goderich, hopefully slow down some of the erosion that we've seen. Armor stones, that is cool. It's a cool name for stones. And I wonder how many names they had to go through to really come down to armor stones. I mean, I'm sure there was a meeting where some managers like, well, we have to name these things to properly market them. What should we call these natural quarry stones? Perhaps we can call them crack rock. 
rocks because they stop cracking along the shoreline. Oh, and that's a street drug. No, crack, no crack rocks are street drugs. How about beach savers? Sounds like candy. How about those rocks are big boys? How about we call them beach boys? No. No. Taken. No, that's a rock band from the 70s. Why don't we just call it a wall? No. We, ne- we need to build that wall. Make the lake pay for it. How about armor stones? Oh, yes. Yes. We've settled on armor stones. Please welcome to the stage Armor Stones. Armor Stones, I like it. Matt and I thought Armor Stones sounded so metal. We set up the whole bit so we could play a guitar solo. Armor Stones. Armor Stones. So I went to the dentist this week and I was looking forward to sitting in the waiting room and, and reading Chatelaine magazine. We all look forward to reading Chatelaine at the dentist's office. National Geographic. Who the hell reads Chatelaine? <laughs> to be fair, how will I know which flowers are in the spring? No, and I've always thought to myself, I, I can be a little bit of a germaphobe. So when I'm picking up that magazine, I'm always thinking, oh, I wonder how many fingers have touched this magazine. All of them. And a lot of waiting rooms, no magazines. No toys. You're supposed to have like hand washing sinks and everything in the waiting room if you're going to have this stuff. So I, I noticed this in play at my dentist's office. And it was fine because, I mean, they provide free Wi-Fi and I have a phone. It's not a big deal for me. I just thought, why does this waiting room look so bare? It's too bare in here. There's no magazines. And God forbid you have to talk to the person next to you. You know how boring they are? Dentist's office, eh? Yeah. It's yeah. a good opportunity to talk to people, actually. Oh, we, no. we don't do that enough anymore. No, it's a good opportunity to ignore people. Practice ignoring people. But I do miss stealing those holiday recipes. Yes, sir. From the Chatelaine. From the McLean's magazine. The only two magazines in waiting rooms across our great country. Terrible song that you wish would die, Baby Shark. Oh, it's awful, but it saved a kid's life. Has over a billion views on YouTube. Four billion views. And I think every parent thinks all four billion are their kids. Their kids specifically. That's how much kids play this song. What happened here with this Baby Shark incident? Baby Shark is a hero now. Three-year-old was sleeping in her bed in Madison, Wisconsin. A bullet ripped through her bedroom wall. There was some kind of shootout outside of their apartment. And the Baby Shark plushie caught the bullet a few centimeters away from the baby. <laughs> Baby shark like a White House guard jumping in front of the bullet. Incredible. Baby shark took a bullet for the team. If only other kids' songs could be this positive. Head and shoulders, knees and toes. It's responsible for lifelong back pain you for need, many. need a chiropractor yeah. for that. We have a new toy. A new weather radar was put up in Exeter. There was an old one there, and we've been using it for years, but this new one is fancy pants. So it looks like a massive golf ball on like a giant tee. Only that tee is very solid and has stairs. And But that's what it looks like. It's $4 million it costs, and, but it's part of a, an upgrade coast-to-coast network. And this has life-saving potential here in southwestern Ontario. Now that we know that we can have an F3 Plus tornado, for example. We've got massive snowstorms that come in off the lake. So this could help. Tower is more accurate than the previous one. This one can distinguish between a snow squall or a flock of starlings. Was that in the story? (laughs) 
I had to laugh. I'm like, really? We, we weren't there yet? The CBC published that? Yes. Like, it can tell the difference between a massive snowstorm that's going to bury Huron County and a bird. Good to know. You know what else can make that distinction? Everyone. If you were to tell a child, hey, what's that? Is that a bird or is that a massive snowstorm that's covering southwestern Ontario? They'll be like, mm, snow, probably, and they'd be right. And you know what else was funny? Reporters were invited to tour the facilities, but the tour had to be canceled. Due to weather. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't predict that. Did you knew weather radar? It, it was that day of the big ice storm, so the steps were too slippery to walk up to it. Congratulations, Environment Canada, on your new weather radar. One of President Donald Trump's word blunders is inadvertently helping homeless Canadians and a Canadian business. Here's the word blunder that he made in Florida last Tuesday. You know, we just set another stock rocket. You saw that, right? The stock market... He said sock rocket. He says sock rocket, trying to brag about the, the stock market. That got people Googling sock rocket, and they found this organization that gives socks to the homeless. Yes, it's this Calgary business. They make these awesome socks, and every time they sell a pair of socks, they donate socks to homeless people in Calgary. So people Googling sock rocket, finding this organization. And, and they said the presence of their business has grown a thousand percent since Tuesdays. Thanks for the free advertising. Thanks for your poor English Don. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for Donald Trump. Yeah. Helping out the homeless. <laughs> sock rocket. Get your sock rockets today. I kind of want to buy a pair now. America first. And the Canadian homeless go. in the Calgary area. So every now and then the newspapers make mistakes just like we sometimes make mistakes here on the radio. Regularly. BC paper, the Comox Valley record, accidentally invited everyone to take photos with Satan. At the Christmas parade this year. Sit on Satan's lap, sweetheart. <laughs> Wrong man in red. I guess they're having a hell of a Christmas parade. People wanted Satan to show up. People did because it was just so much fun. And a lot of people showed up simply because this thing went viral. And everyone knew when the parade was this year. So it kind of worked in their favor. Photos with Santa kicked off this weekend. December 7th at Knox Presbyterian Church. The breakfast with Santa. That's the breakfast. If they spelt it wrong, wouldn't that be hilarious? Breakfast with Satan. Deviled eggs. <laughs> Willie Murphy is her name, and she is the hero we all need. She's an award-winning bodybuilder who works out at her local YMCA almost every day. A man broke into her Rochester home, and oh, it didn't end well for him. No, he managed to get <laughs> himself into the home, and then she beat him down with a table. I grabbed a coffee table and beat him down. Oh, don't take my word for it. Here's Willie herself. I took that table, and I went to working on him, and guess what? The table broke. She broke the table <laughs> over the dude. Right over his head. Oh, dude. So he's down on the ground. Then her next move was to grab some uh, baby shampoo that she had. <laughs> she just happened to have baby shampoo laying the around. The grandkids. Why not? Squirted it in his face. Blinded him, basically, with that. He's laying down already because I had really did a number on that man. So proud of herself, too. And then she started beating him with a broom. Then she dragged the body outside. And waited for the ambulance to come. That guy needed an ambulance. <laughs> I love this lady. Damn, son. 82 years old. When I was growing up, I always thought when you turned 60, they gave you a cane and a social insurance card and stuff. And Not anymore. No, Pe dude. People are aging so well these days. You notice that? I've noticed this when I go to the YMCA. There are some 
seniors, 60 plus people that I couldn't beat them in a fight. 80 plus, dude. There are some yeah. like, considerably older people who could handily beat up you and I. 82-year-old Willie Murphy, she's a bodybuilding senior citizen. Somebody tried to break into her home and she messed them up. She broke a table over their back. She was jumping on him, squirting baby shampoo in his eyes for some reason. <laughs> that got Matt and I thinking, hey, there's not that many senior citizen superheroes. And there should be. A couple ideas out there for you authors. Sore instead of Thor. Right. You just wake up with an achy back. Yeah, I'm getting there. I love Sore. Captain Landline only uses a landline. Only Batgammon Man instead of Batman. <laughs> Almost Deadpool. Pantman instead of Ant-Man. Pants hiked way up. Then a Wonder Woman. Wander Woman? She's wandering around the parking lot looking for her car. Black Lung Panther has been working in the coal mines for 40 years. Iron Lung Man. Oh, I love Iron Lung Man. Instead of a Cat Woman, Cat Lady Woman. She loves the animals, but not really. Sad to hear the Apostrophe Protection Society has folded. You made that up. No, it's a real society. It was formed ahead of it as a 96-year-old chairman. <laughs> of course it is. From the UK, John Richards. And he says... Hold on. Richards with an apostrophe yes or just DS? Uh, no, they just DS. This is shocking. He's saying fewer people care about its correct use in the English language than in the past. There's so much ignorance and laziness present in our modern times. Oh, this guy is a boomer. We have given up. Total. Well, 96-year-old, is that a boomer? I think so. Okay, Boomer. I think it's okay, Boomer. Imagine going to this Christmas party. The Apostrophe Society Christmas yeah. party. Oh, sounds like it'd be fun. I feel like the Christmas gift would be like a new chess piece. Yeah. Chess, C-H-E-S apostrophe S. New chess board. It's starting to put apostrophes everywhere. They have done some good work, though, for Canada in 2014. They got Apple to change their map for St. John's. It didn't have the apostrophe. So this is the kind of work they do. Oh, they're doing good work there. They find people missing the apostrophes and they go after them. Mega company Apple to change the St. John's on the map. Well, Apostrophe Society, so. the people of St. John's, thank you. Mm -hmm. Everybody else didn't know you existed before just now. Wasn't too long ago where Canada didn't even do Black Friday. And over the last 10 years or so, it's kind of gone crazy. And I noticed online this week, corporations were trying to sell me something every single day. There was Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, which was going completely local. That's a that's a cool one. I like that. And then, of course, the, there's Cyber Monday now. And then Tuesday's been hijacked by the travel industry. And then there's probably something for Wednesday now. Weed Wednesday, now that it's legal. <laughs> thirsty Thursday, the beverage companies will probably take over that one. It's Every just, Thursday is Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. But the Small Business Saturday, I can get on board with. Not only because here at Country 104.9, we support buying local as often as you can. We're at the point kind of of no return. Mm -hmm. If you haven't ordered your Christmas presents online, you could probably still get them in time for Christmas. But if there's an issue, say you order something and it comes broken, there is no way in hell you are going to be able to return it and get it back in time to put under the tree for Christmas. That's right. It's risky. You can't do it. So you got to shop local at this point if you want to get what you need in time for Christmas. Did I tell you what I'm doing this year? Has to be secondhand and local. Look at you. It's saving cash and doing something local as well. I got a couple things, but it's a little difficult, but it's, it's a fun challenge. Yeah, make sure you buy local. You're going to get what you need when you shop online. And my brother bought a leather jacket online, came from China where their sizes are a little smaller, and it did not fit in. Yeah, they call that buyer's remorse Thursday. I called it hilarious. He looked so funny in that tiny little <laughs> jacket.
My kids had more fun just playing with odds and ends in the backyard. They would get croquet rackets, blankets and chairs, make forts. And the imagination was fired up. It seemed like the less they had, the more they played. And actually studies have shown this. The less toys kids have, the more they actually use their imagination. Who did this study? Uh, multiple studies. Some anti-toy group was like, don't buy your kids toys, buy them rocks instead. Uh, I sort of equate it to having 50 channels and nothing on. You've got like 100 toys and the decision process of, oh, what do I play with is so distracting. But if you put kids in a room with just a couple chairs, a blanket, they will find something to do with that. Is that why it's so hard to find something on Netflix? Because there's a million things to watch? I think so. And I think this can be the same with kids. You give them too many toys in a room. They're so indecisive of what to start with. And, oh, I I guess I better move on to this now because I only have so much time. And it actually defeats the whole point of play. So don't give your kids toys over Christmas, give them socks and underwear. Or like one or two toys is all they need and they'll be happy with that. They'll appreciate it later in life when they're talking to their shrink. Christians were disappointed that a piece of wood allegedly from Jesus's manger is smaller than they expected. How small? It's only a few centimeters. So this wood was sitting in the Vatican. They say it's over 2,000 years old and it's encased in this lavish silver colored ornamental thing and they brought it to Bethlehem. So people came from miles around to see it and they're like, oh, it's just a little piece of wood. I was expecting the whole manger. (laughs) <laughs> it the is reviews. not the whole manger. It's like Yelp reviews. <laughs> I went to Disneyland to see Mickey Mouse and uh, I only got to see his tail. Only got to see the tail. Be a little disappointing, I guess. I don't know if you can compare this to the manger story, but when I first moved to Goddard, went to the tourism office just to kind of see what's around. Mm-hmm. And they give away pieces of salt from the Sifto salt mine. You can get like a chunk of rock salt. I didn't know that. Not big. It'll fit easily in the palm of your hand, but I licked it. And there's even a little thing stapled to a piece of paper, and it says, not for human consumption, don't lick this thing, but it's a piece of rock salt. You gotta lick the rock salt. If it says do not lick, you have to lick it. Now I want to lick it more. (laughs) (laughs) And I did, and spoiler alert, it was salty. And you wanted to see the entire mine. I wanted to go inside the mine. You just got a little grain of salt. No, police officer said I couldn't go down there. I get it. Damn law. Remember that BC town we talked about last week? They had their Christmas parade and they invited everyone to take pictures with Satan. It was a typo in the local paper. Easy thing to do. Switch around the the N and the T. You got Satan. (laughs) There was a typo, but Satan showed up. Yes, there was plans for an entire Krampus flash mob even. You know who Krampus is? European folklore is half goat, half demon, basically a devil. So it's not so (laughs) far off. All these people showed up just for fun dressed as Satan. I bet this is something that will stick with the town too, based on that one mistake. You know like how your buddy in school does one stupid thing and then he's stuck with that nickname the rest of his life? That's probably going to happen here at the parade. Hey, pickle butt. Oh, oh, what? Yeah. You sit on one jar of pickles and you're Uh, pickle butt for the rest of your life. It never ends. It's cuffing season. What is that? This is for singles. As it gets colder and the holidays approach, singles enter cuffing season where they want to hook up with somebody. 
They want to start coupling with someone before the holidays come. They, they don't want to go to that Christmas party or New Year's Eve party alone. And it's cold. It's nice to have somebody to snuggle up with on those cold nights. Testosterone levels increase during cooler months as well, which can affect sexual desire. And also the less sunlight, serotonin levels are low. And so you might seek social connections to compensate for that. If you're listening right now and you're single and you're upset that you, maybe you don't have somebody to bring to your work Christmas party, your family Christmas party, it's not that bad. Number one, it's one less person to buy Christmas gifts for. So you got the money in the bank account. The second thing, you don't want to bring some boy or some girl to your family Christmas party. And then you have grandma asking when you're going to finally give her grandkids. And then you got to have that person involved in that weird conversation. It's like, eh, we just met actually. Stop talking, grandma, you're drunk. If this is an incentive to get your house cleaned for the holidays, a couple in the States, they were cleaning up for Thanksgiving and they found a lottery ticket with two days left on it. Expired in two days, worth how much? $1.8 million. Damn, son! Look who's bringing the turkey this year. No kidding, that's one hell of a turkey. (laughs) $1.8 million. Imagine cleaning up your house for the holidays. You find a lottery ticket. Hey, I think this is a winner. A million dollars! I always find things when I do a deep clean, like charging cables. I don't know how we lose every single charging cable. I do a clean. There's like 20 in the couch. I find like 50 pans. But the fourth child that we forgot about. Oh, it's Little River. You got a son named Ocean. (laughs) Yeah. The joke was that you named your second child after another body of water. Wouldn't that have been great? I should have went with Ocean, Lake, Tributary, Stream, Brook. That's a cute name. Tributary, did you break the lamp? The youngest is Droplet. What's below a droplet? Mist? Misty? Misty. Little Misty. I should have went with the water thing. There's 12 hussy kids all named after water. The elf on a shelf tradition is celebrated by a lot of families. He comes out in December. There should be a country version of this. Like, how about Miranda on a panda? Kenny Rogers watching the Dodgers. Reba on an amoeba. Jason Aldean eating Jimmy Deans. Blake on a cake. Luke on a nuke. Jake Owen lawn mowing. Florida Georgia line on some swine. Kane on a train. Brant on a plant. Or how about some Star Wars themes? Garth on a Darth or Rhett on a Boba Fett. What could be more sexy than Keith on a wreath? Ooh. Or Kelsey on a Chelsea. A little sticky. What's a Chelsea? A Chelsea bun. It's a Christmas tradition in my home. Country elf on a shelf rhymes. I didn't get caught cheating, but back in my dating days, I might have been dating one or two or four people at the same time. Wow. And I was out with one, and then one of the other ones saw me out with the first one, and that didn't go well. Cheaters beware. Food critic unintentionally exposed a cheating husband. So this food critic would go to restaurants and critique the food, accompany the critique with some pictures. In the back of one of the pictures was a gentleman with a lady who was not his wife. (laughs) And the wife back home, cruising the web, noticed this food critic and the photos of her husband in the back. She responded to a Facebook post and said, your latest review is accompanied by a picture of my husband dining with a woman who isn't me. And she thanks him for exposing him as a cheat. Damn, dude. Social media got that guy. I accidentally did this once, not through social media, uh, but as you know, my second job is performing. You're a guitar player. You play the harmonica sometimes, too. And I I play at an inn. There was this guy who would frequently come. Of course, I'm not overly observant of who he's with all the time and go up to him. Oh, nice to see you back. You were just here like last week, weren't you? Look came over his face like, (gasps) shut up. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> I figured it was with the same woman, but I guess it was a different woman. Nope. And he just quickly left before I said anything more. <laughs> Took a swig of his beer and darted out the door. Yeah. And that's how you met your wife. That woman ended up being your wife. That's a beautiful it, it's story. It's funny how things happen. Yeah. Weird how things work out like that. So on Sunday, the town of Godrich closing down the beach because there's going to be some construction work going on. Stabilize the shoreline from any further erosion. Where are people going to go? Well, I got one idea. How about you take your sandbox to the Godrich McDonald's? You won't be able to tell the difference. Smells like fried chicken both places. You can always go up to the lighthouse, but it means you only get one sunset. Set up your beach umbrella around the pool at the Godrich YMCA. And just like Lake Huron, you can use the pool as a bathroom. Well, why don't you drive to Lake Wawanon? You can watch the sunset over Lake Wawanosh. They say it's the Lake Huron of Ashfield, Colbert, Wawanosh. They do say that. Yeah. If you want the cramped feeling of the Godrich Beach during tourism season, it's American Thanksgiving today. Just fill up your bathtub, have your American friends over for dinner, and leave granola bar wrappers on the bath mat, just like the beach. I like to go to the Walmart parking lot any given evening and just sit there and park shame people. It's really fun. You can film it on your phone, too, and post it to the Insta. People will love it. Eight in ten workers have admitted to crying at work. Often, the customers. Particularly if you work in retail, you know what it's like to have a customer come in and basically blame you for all of their problems. One time I remember crying at work. Just drove two hours through snow squalls, back roads, a grocery store there. Main highways were closed. Which meant that trucks couldn't get there. No produce. Lady corners me. Why are there no bananas? This is unacceptable. Remember going into the back room, hiding behind a skid (laughs) of nuts or something. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. Bending over. (laughs) And just bawling. (laughs) Laughable later. The reason we're telling this story is I want to remind you it is the holiday season. You're going to be doing a little more shopping. Please be kind to retail staff. Their job is hard. Give them a break. Take it easy. It's okay. Farmer's simple genius idea went viral on Twitter. Made a suggestion. License plates should be printed on fast food bags to stop the scourge of litter in the countryside. Go through the McDonald's drive-thru. When they hand you the bag, there's a camera that checks your license plate, and the license plate is stamped on the bag. We have the technology to do this. Probably discourage people from throwing that entire bag out the window. Who does that? I just don't understand what kind of headspace you have to be in to actually do that. Be able to track down that bag based on the license plate. That's a great idea. Violate your privacy like crazy, but come on, we could track down some garbage. Gas stations kind of do it. They got the camera on your license plate in case you steal some gas, so this already kind of happens. Might keep some stuff out of the ditches, because it costs us millions of dollars a year cleaning up trash. And you see those farmers in Huron County walking along the ditch once a week, picking up all the beer cans, all the trash bags going on, so it would help them out as well. Mm -hmm. This could work in Huron County. NASA's giving everyone a fair bit of time to prepare for a potential asteroid collision. It's one of those city killer asteroids the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza, large enough to basically get through the atmosphere without breaking up, and it can obliterate an entire city if it lands in the ocean. There's going to be a powerful tsunami. Uh, One in 3,800 chance it'll hit the Earth. Okay, that's pretty high. For the asteroid, that seems like good chances. When is this hitting? And what I'm really asking is, do I have to pay my hydro bill this month? Uh, May 6th. 2022. I'm bringing this up because that is the release date of Black Panther 2. And I know how you like to buy your tickets months in advance. I do. I thought I better warn you about that. So I wouldn't buy the Black Panther 2 tickets early this time. 
I wonder if the Black Panther could stop the asteroid from hitting us. He probably could. Probably. With all that Wakandan technology. <laughs> I'm sure he could. Can't NASA blow it up at this point? No. I wish, dude. They know exactly the day when it's coming. Send Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck up to the asteroid. Right. And then Bruce Willis sacrifices himself and Ben Affleck's like, I love you. Yes. Just like that old movie the kids have no idea what I'm talking about. Armageddon. That's the movie I was talking about. Armageddon. Right. Go back and watch it, kids. It's mediocre. I think Hollywood has officially run out of ideas. Johnny Depp is producing a Michael Jackson musical. And get this, the premise of it is that it's told from the perspective of his glove. There's a lot of country artists who have accessories that... I'd like to hear that accessory story. Like, yeah. Like Dolly Parton. I'd like to hear a musical about Dolly from the perspective of her hair or her... From her wig. Implants. Yeah. Either, either that would one. Be, that would be an interesting musical. They have a story to tell. Or perhaps a fable about the life of Kenny Rogers as told by his many faces. You could call it the many faces of Kenny Rogers. It's about 10 acts long. I was going to say it's a 20-act musical. <laughs> or an unauthorized musical fable about the life of Willie Nelson as told by his... Is marijuana. Which ounce? Pound of marijuana pound. are you talking about? It'd be hazy though. You only see half the story. It could be very conceptual. It'd be this pretty cool. Smoke machine budget on that play would yes. be outrageous. Outrageous. Tickets are $800. The latest on a list of things that millennials want to do away with, the secret Santa. We've killed the secret Santa. <laughs> it's dead. Well, according to a survey, 35% of millennials want the tradition banned from their workplace. 73% claim they contribute more to office celebrations than they can actually afford. I get this concern because on average, we spend about $10,000 on workplace gifts in your lifetime. Susan has a baby. John's retiring. Got to get cake for this. We're all going out for dinner to celebrate Carol's promotion. Congratulations, Carol. <laughs> can I have your chair? Times are tough. And typically you get something that's better than what you get back. I got you a little three-pack of Ferrero Rocher last year. Oh, yeah, thank you. It cost me $20. Going to go out and get a Christmas tree this Sunday. You have to saw it by hand? We do go to this place sometimes, go on a wagon, and they give us a saw, and then we think, oh, this is so nice. Then you go to decide on a tree, and nobody can agree on the right tree. My arm! And and then they give you a saw that's not really that sharp, and it takes like five of us. Get on the other side, and you're, you're just sawing this thing. It seems romantic, but last time we did it, it wasn't as romantic as it's, we thought it would be. But it was cool. They served hot chocolate after. That made it better. But you, you said the tree cost you between 30, 50 bucks? Yeah, not too expensive. Not like this tree at a hotel in Spain. It's the world's most expensive Christmas tree. Let me guess, 100,000 bucks. Oh, not even close. Every branch is generously dotted with white, black, pink, and red diamonds, making it worth over $15 million. $15 million? $15 million. And this is just looks like it's in their hotel lobby. So I'm thinking there's another million or two spent on security. They'd have to have someone watching this tree 24-7. It's got real diamonds on it. It's not like the Christmas tree at the Comfort Inn in Godrich. Costs $15 and it has $12 <laughs> worth of ornaments. Probably. You don't need to steal that tree. Hey, it's, you it's, also don't have to protect it. This is true. It's cheaper. This is true. You don't need to hire armed guards to protect the tree. <laughs> This 15-year-old kid, he had to go to six different houses 
None of them would let him in to call his mom for a safe ride home. And it just goes to show that people just lost trust in other people. It used to be when you'd break down on the side of the road or something, you could walk into a farmer's long laneway. Back and, in my day, uh, people were nicer. I'm talking from experience because us, I'll say we were stupid teenagers. You hussy boys. About five of us shared one car. And so it was like this little game to see who would put the gas in. So we would frequently have it running on empty thinking, oh, I I know I can just make it home and then the next person will make it into town to fill up. And more often than not, you would break down on the side of the road due to lack of gasoline. Stupid. But even then, we'd walk up to a local farmer and say, hey, can I use your phone? They'd say, oh, it's those hussy boys again. Stupid kids. Linda, get my shotgun. No, they would say, Linda, get me the phone. We want to help these kids out. That's sweet gonna make me cry dude they would (laughs) and i don't know if it's the same now feel bad for this 15 year old kid out in the cold and nobody could have a single ounce of trust yeah but i wasn't expecting that child so i'm gonna keep the door locked and just peer out from the window to make sure he leaves i find sometimes i'll just be turning around in a driveway and they're all suspicious like who's out there someone i'm I'm turning around in your driveway i think it's the radio guy i recognize this paper boy hat relax Public high school teachers on Wednesday staging a one-day walkout. If they manage to come up with a new contract with the province before then, it'll be business as usual. If they're out there on the picket line, I mean, it's tough to come up with a really creative, original picket sign. We're going to help you. How about, we need a contract that helps the students rise. Kids shouldn't be home watching The Price is Right. Ooh, I loved watching The Price is Right on my days off. We want pay for our career, not a crappy buck of beer. Nice. All these cuts put teachers in ruts. Nice. It rhymes, which means it's true. Our paychecks are not a thrill, especially here at Effie Medill. Just WTF. Where's the funds? It's young. The kids understand it. Teachers don't want work to rule at Central Huron Secondary School. Student cuts make us sigh at GDCI. We need a bigger piece of the pie for teachers at GDCI. Or maybe you can make the ultimate point. Just go out there holding sticks insinuate that there's no budget for Bristol board to even make signs. (laughs) We depleted our (laughs) Bristol board budget. It's dire times here. Public schools in Huron County closed today. Thousands of kids are going to have the day off, maybe looking for something to do. There's a lot you can do to help out mom and dad, help out the community. We are under a snow squall watch right now in Huron County. Up to 10 centimeters of snowfall today. So later on today, we're going to see some heavy snow. Bust out that shovel, kids. Start shoveling your neighbor's driveway. Kids love shoveling. This is also your chance to go out and buy those huge bottles of green and red glitter and decorate the entire home for Christmas. Parents love glitter. If there's anything parents love, love its glitter all over the house. All over the walls. Hey, you want to help mom and dad out? Google some dinner ideas. That was always my mom's criticism growing up. I will cook you whatever you want. Just tell me what you want. Maybe you could make a lasagna. Parents love coming home to cottage cheese and shredded cheese and spaghetti sauce all over the place. Yeah, you could help clean up too, but you know what? You did the cooking. Let mom and dad clean up. Yeah. You could start pretending you're getting sick so that when you have to go back to school tomorrow, you can say it got a lot worse and you need the day off. You got to think early. Be a little more realistic or watch Days of Our Lives. You can catch up on the soaps finally and then your mom won't have to PVR. How else will she know if Gabby mistakenly sealed her own fate or is JJ going off the rails? I follow it faithfully. That's why we pay you the big bucks here. The Quebec town of Asbestos. 
is looking for a new name. Town of 7,000 used to be home to the world's largest asbestos mine. And of course, we used to use asbestos in building insulation, roofing, before we realized it caused deadly illnesses. It's not good for you. So now that the name's associated with deadly illness, they say they've had a hard time attracting foreign investors. And <laughs> I mean, we have this problem in Huron County as well because we have the Goddard Salt Mine. And although it's great for road salt, salt is associated with high blood pressure. That's true. You want a low-sodium diet, Salford. Right. They're looking at changing their name. It's kind of a cute story. The guy who originally founded the Goddard Salt Mine, Doug Smith, they're thinking of changing the name of Salford to honor Doug Smith, who founded the salt mine. Oh, so they could change it to, like, what, Dougford? Doug Ford. Doug Ford. Doug oh. Ford. It just rolls right off yeah. the tongue. And it's... I can't think of any other famous Dougs that it's... would remind me of that name. It sounds familiar for some reason. My salt! We all love Willie Nelson. We all want him to be around forever. He's quit the weed, though. He's off the weed. He stopped smoking the weed. Been in jail a bunch of times for having weed. He's been the poster boy for weed. But his health is more important. He stopped smoking. Not to say that he doesn't enjoy some of his edibles. He yeah. actually has a whole product line. So I'm sure he has access to some edibles as well. Yeah, I'm sure Willie Nelson has access to other cannabis products. It's Willie Nelson. He's more cannabis than man at this point. He wants to live though, man. He's still touring. So, so good on Willie. He told a sold out crowd the other night that he's given up on the weed and they're all like, what? Oh, what? Him giving up on the weed, that's like Garth Brooks giving up on his head, Mike. It's like Kenny Rogers giving up on plastic surgery. It's yeah, a big deal. Big sacrifice. But good for Willie Nelson looking out after his health. That means yeah. we get to enjoy Willie for many more years to come. That's right. Thanks, Willie. Here's a weed cookie. There's a group of seven young people in Ontario. They're suing the province for not doing enough to combat climate change. They're saying it affects their health and the environment, which affects their charter rights. And this is just one of many lawsuits going on. I mean, you know the makeup company Revlon? Mm -hmm. They're suing the Justin Trudeau liberals because sales of their black makeup have gone down for some reason. Oh, wow. Can't remember why. Group of young people suing Heinz for that awkward sound that the ketchup makes when it's all... Yeah, when it's almost empty. Nasty. Years of embarrassment around the kitchen table. We were telling you the news yesterday about Godrich putting those large armor stones in to stop the beach from eroding because Lake Huron water levels are high. Lake Huron suing the town of Godrich because it identifies as having low water levels and the town not being sensitive enough to its identity. A group of people suing a big treadmill company because the treadmills are allegedly giving up on the people. Oh. You know, I thought about suing my parents for naming me Fatty, but I'm told that builds character, according to my parole officer. I'll be your lawyer. That's just cruel and unusual. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.